Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. Everybody and welcome to episode 136 of the Empowering Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Matthews. I'm so excited that you choose us every week. Do us a favor, give us a rating and review, like and subscribe, do all that fun stuff so that we show up in your podcast feeds, but also so people can find the podcast. One thing I want you to remember is to mention us at Empowering Pumps or using that hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. Now, you know, uh, we're in October. It is a travel season that is like none other this year. And we have many different places that we'll be, but I'll just let you know that we will be at WebTech coming up. That's our next show in the Empowering Women in Industry Conference. So Empowering Women 2022, if you want to follow along, there is still time to join us for the gala. Uh, if you want to participate and, and kind of you know, celebrate these women that are getting the awards. Uh, so join us there, but definitely want to see you at WebTech. Also our guest today, you'll see uh, at WebTech. So excited about that. And the Operations Challenge uh, Awards Dinner, we're a sponsor there. So look for us there. Look for us at WebTech. That's the thing, I guess, for all of this is that we'll be there. And I'm really excited to bring you this very special guest. Cindy, thank you for being here. Thanks for kind of joining us to tell your story. And that's really where we're going to start. We're going to start with you. So uh, I'll let you introduce yourself to the group. Okay. Thanks a lot, Charlie. And thanks for uh, inviting me to be on the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm Cindy Kranzler. I'm Vice President of Technology Sales uh, for Mueller Water Products. And in English, that means <laughs> I'm in charge of the sales teams that sell all of our water technology products, from meter reading systems to uh, leak detection, pressure control, as well as pressure detection, and all those things that fall under one uh, software umbrella. Yes, and my- and- well, I was going to say, I love it when you're talking, I can kind of see all of the different products, uh, like how it would be in the world uh, is what it makes me think of. So uh, you know how much we're passionate about water around here. Exactly, exactly. And that's what's in the scene behind me here are really only a few of the applications that we can control by technology today, which has come so far from when I started in the industry, when technology was a uh, nice to have. And now we're at a point where it's almost have to have the way our aging infrastructure and everything's going like that in, in our country. So come so a long how, way. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about how you got into this space. I mean, uh, we have, you know, so many different stories and, and the way that we get into the industry, but yours is also unique. Exactly. And hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't wake up one morning and say, let me get in the water industry. Right. So. Right. It's just um, not something we think of. No, we're changing yeah. that. We're working on that. <laughs> we right? are. We are. And, and we've come a long, long ways, but uh at the time I started, uh, there were not many women in the industry, first of all, and I never would have thought about water as a uh, as a profession. Uh, I was in retail, sporting goods retail, so that's a little bit of a turnabout. It was a family-owned store, and they decided to close down for whatever reasons. So a friend of mine, uh, I happened to rent one of their apartments, he said, oh, you got to meet a friend of mine. And this gentleman that uh, did the intro happened to run a large city water department. And the person he introduced me to owned a municipal supply company. So I had a, the great advantage of two great mentors to start me out in the industry. And you know, one on the water utility side, and then I had one on the, on the side that sells all the products. 
me always being in sales, I obviously took that avenue and ran with it. But uh, it also showed me the importance of mentoring. If I hadn't had those good mentors along the way uh, and appreciated their involvement in the industry itself, not just selling stuff or buying stuff from each other, but get involved in AWWA and, and WEFTEC and, and all these organizations, not just standing on the outside saying, hey, I'm a member, you know, get on the board, get on a committee, chair a committee, and, and the mentoring that comes along with that, I can speak volumes about. Yeah. And I think that that is really how it's done. So there's all these conversations about mentoring and how do I get a mentor? How do I become a mentee? You know, it's just, it's just, it's natural when you go out there and you, you know, really step up and step into some of these organizations and give um, of your time and, and energy. I think it comes natural, but um, what's been your experience about how you've kind of paired up or, or kind of been there for, for other people? Um, I tried to bring new people in to the industry. So if you're talking, it's the same way I got into it. So you talk to somebody and you say, well, have you thought about this? Or have you thought about that? Or even in my day-to-day business, I've managed sales teams my entire career and mentoring them and saying, well, what do you want to do next? You know, how can you do this best for you and for the company? You work a long time, so you better like what you do. (laughs) So you might as well jump in feet first, enjoy what you do, and just run with it and you'll have a great career. But mentoring people along the way, I think gives you as much satisfaction as the person you're helping along the way, because you know people behind you, you know, will have the same standards and and involvement and keep the industry going long after, you know, you and I may decide to uh, retire and go do something else. Yeah, I think it's important to, like you said, ask those questions so people are thinking about their next steps and that mentoring is, you know, helping develop a career path. And and really, if the person doesn't know kind of what they want to do, and a lot of the times that's where we are, we're just like, I want a job, you know, let's go. Exactly. And so, you know, especially in that sales arena, you know, you're, you're so focused on doing a good job at the work, not thinking about the future. So I love being a sales, you know, I told you this, I always will consider myself a salesperson as I uh, started that way. And I think it's important for everybody to learn to build those relationships. How has it been um, kind of, what do you need to know within the water space on building those relationships? I would say I would go back to get involved, know what organizations there are, Think about different angles in different organizations you might want to get involved in, uh, not just necessarily water. Water projects now run into so much money that so many levels of government have to approve that that money to be allotted. So it's important to not only mentor and know people in your water conference, but you also need to be involved with maybe towns. I used to be involved with association of towns, the conferences of mayors, the leagues of cities, because as you go projects get bigger and bigger and more and more money gets allotted. And with our infrastructure, the way it is, like I mentioned earlier, we do have some bills uh, being passed that will help that, then more people are involved. So thinking outside of the box, who do I need to know who will be involved in this decision and figure out how to go meet those people might take you out of your comfort zone a little bit because you kind of know your little water click. But once you get out of your comfort zone, you can expand your horizon so much more. 
Yeah. And that's important like to understand that we as salespeople, the more information that we have, the better we are. So learning the projects. And so there's so much there um, about understanding, you know, how the money is, how it works, how are we going to even get considered for this project at the same time, understanding the product themselves and and kind of how you're selling those. So, I mean, how, how do you learn that stuff? I mean, uh, I think every program maybe is different as far as the training, but how did you learn all about these products for Mueller? The products for Mueller, I mean, we obviously did our own training. By the time I came to Mueller, I had done it for 30 years. So I, I had a little awareness of the products. Day one, how I learned the products was pretty interesting. So the two friends I told you that I was introduced to, and they're friends to this day, that's the other great thing about our industry, knew he wanted to hire me, but he didn't know what he, want, he wanted me to do. So I showed up for the first day of work. I said, what do you want me to do? He said, I don't know yet. And they're all on the phone and they're all busy. So I go out in the warehouse. Now, I had never seen a stick of pipe in my life unless it's on the side of the road, right? So I go out in the warehouse and there's all these boxes and boxes full of computers. So I went in and when he got off the phone, I said, what are the boxes of computers out there? He said, well, we bought a point of sale system and nobody said time to set it up. So my introduction was I opened up all the boxes of computers and I went through box by box, stick a pipe by stick a pipe, learned what they were so that I could put them, the SKUs in the computer system. Um, I'm sure other people learn different ways. You know, they might start out in a ditch or start out meter reading and then whatever, start out as a plumber and then get into the water department. But that was my uh, fast education in learning about the, the water products themselves, pre-Mueller, but it certainly has helped me with my Mueller career too. Yeah. You know what? It's about being curious and kind of looking looking for what you can learn, right? Right. Uh, right. That, that's what I heard from that. It's just, okay, I'm ready to work. Put me in, put me in coach, basically. Let me, <laughs> let me see what I can do. And I, and I think in that environment too, for sales is, and really we're all busy when we, when we hire somebody or we wouldn't, you know, need to hire that person. Right, right? Exactly. All, and so it's great to have those training programs, but there's also that initiative that has to be there to go out there and be curious and learn. Exactly. Um, and so and we can learn a lot from our customers too. You know, my day-to-day business out calling on water utilities, I learned where they get their funding from. I learned how to help them get that funding, what questions to ask. So the process, you know, goes both ways. You know, me learning from both the industry, the customer, and my company, yet they can learn from us also. Yeah, that's great. And you are, you're, it's a win-win. You're going to be in a resource for them. Um, exactly. and, and we learn as, as we try to help them accomplish their goals and figure out what their pain points are. There's a lot right. of pain points uh, in the, in the, the industry and, and there's a lot of problems to solve. And so they they're getting much bigger, it seems. And the other part is that we have a lot of great technology that can help. So as far as kind of your and how you see kind of next steps in this. I mean, you have, you've had a 40 plus year career here, which is phenomenal. I feel like I'm so honored to be talking to you for one. <laughs> and, you know, just what is some advice that you could give a young person coming into this industry? I would say jump in feet first. Like I said earlier, get involved. Don't just stand on the sidelines and say, yeah, I'm in the water industry. I sell X, Y, Z. Get involved in the organizations. Uh, get on committees, chair committees. Get on boards. I'm the cash chair of the New York State section, and I met so many interesting people doing that. And you meet people that you wouldn't normally meet, whether it's the city engineer or people that do budgets or even the CFOs of of companies um, by 
just reaching outside of your comfort zone, I would say, and ask questions. I mean, this is a very, very open, forgiving industry. And, you know, anytime I've asked a question, nobody makes you feel stupid or you should have known that or whatever. And people are willing to help, but you have to be willing to ask too, right? So that's right. And the other thing about just looking around to see kind of who you're interacting with, I think is a good point of kind of that out of the norm of your network. So, so you mentioned exactly. that earlier, uh, but expanding beyond like, you know, looking, looking around, see, does everybody look like you or does everybody have the same title as you and, and stretching beyond that? Yep, exactly. And so just as we've been talking, uh, is there anything else that you want to leave our listeners with today? Oh, I would just say uh, it's a great industry to be in. If you're listening to this, you're probably in it, but uh, bring in some other folks. Uh, we actually, there are some universities and some, some states you can actually take a water track for engineering or, or other things and um, enjoy what you do, you know, uh, embrace the technologies as they come out. And there's a lot of them. We'll be at WEFTEC here in a couple of weeks also, you know, showcasing some of those new technologies, but just enjoy what you do, mentor people along the way, get out of your comfort zone and um, embrace the technologies here and think about new ways to do things with the technologies that we have. Yeah, it's a great advice. And I think that, you know, when we look at the water industry, it's so important. And so I just want everybody to understand, like, we may not be that glamorous job that people think about right off the bat, but we are, it's such an important industry. We can't survive without water. I like to say it's vital to life. Um, and so it's, it's knowing that you're part of something that's bigger than yourself and you can absolutely do that in the water industry, no doubt. Yep. And you have people to help you, right? Exactly. And very few people, it speaks for the industry a lot when you find, when you realize after a number of years, very few people ever leave the industry once they get in it. They might change hats, you know, they might change companies, but very few people actually leave the industry. And most of my closest friends or are customers of mine, uh, or I met them somewhere along the way, you know, in some of the organizations that I've been involved in, and they just become lifelong friends. So it's a, it's a great industry to be in. And Cindy, if people are wanting to get in touch with you and kind of hear a little bit more about your story or just you at WEFTEC, how do you want people to get in touch with you? Um, I will be at WEFTEC. I'm obviously at, at Mueller, uh, MuellerWP.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, okay. So feel free to reach out and I'm happy to mentor anybody that, that would like mentoring and ask any questions, anybody who's got them. And I appreciate this opportunity, Charlie. Awesome. Well, I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to get you out of your comfort zone. Just a minute. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, what is your favorite book? Oh boy. This is my favorite part. Like I just get to throw people off like completely different mindset. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the the name of the book. Henry David Thoreau, um, Walden Ponds, I think. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. A long time since I read it, but (laughs) yeah. And then, um, we want to know what's your favorite music, a song or a band. Hmm. Favorite song or band? That's a tough one. I do like Shania Twain, but I can't think of any song names. Well, she's got that. that new documentary documentary on Netflix. I just actually watched that. Oh, they did. Um, I haven't I, seen I it took yet. me back about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so that was awesome. Okay. The, the, the other two, are, you've already given the advice for the young people, but I wanted to know, um, what is the best advice you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received. To work hard, 
and you'll get get where get where you want to be. That was probably my dad, but <laughs> well, I, I'm definitely with you on yeah. that. I, t- I tell I like work. Uh, I, I like doing the work, and I like I like working yeah. hard. So it definitely does help uh, you get and accomplish those goals uh, if you work exactly. hard towards them. Exactly. Well, wonderful, Cindy. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you at WefTech, and I um, want everybody to know. I guess this is kind of the end of our show uh, this week, and I just want everybody to know that um, we will be traveling. We have one more episode coming out of this season with the Empowering Industry Podcast. And um, you can still subscribe, give us a rating and review so we'll know what to work on. And then uh, mention us at Empowering Pumps or using that hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. And so we'll be back with one more episode. Uh, So until then, be empowering. Thanks, Cindy. Thank you. Bye-bye.